Welcome to another word-filled episode of Contemporary Hawaiian Poetess. I'm your hostess, the green goddess eternal, Corey Lovejoy. And I have not recorded in about a month and a half, and it feels really awkward recording this. So please pardon me while I use my training wheels for a little bit, and hopefully I can take them off in a few minutes. Um, Before we start the episode, let me get through all of the things that the beginning of the episode consists of. If you would like to see the poem that I'm reading today, or poems as it would be, you can find them on my Instagram page by the same name, Contemporary Hawaiian Poetess. And you can also see the picture that I've chosen to go with the poem and the fun wordplay. The uh, songs that I mentioned in this episode are in my Apple Music playlist by the same name as the podcast. And if you so desire, you can have the songs queued up and ready to listen uh, before or after I read my poem if you want to play with reality in that way. I may or may not have a a Patreon page. Uh, As of right now, in my time, it's like the end of June. Nothing yet, but I think it's coming. Check my Instagram for more information on that. Uh, On Wednesdays, that there is not this particular podcast, I do a little thing called Word Wednesday, where where I read from a piece of literature. And if I do indeed have a Patreon, you can join Patreon to hear me talk about why I chose that piece of literature. Um, Let's check that out. And a friendly reminder that if you do not like anything I'm saying, or you think I'm irritating, or whatever, there are 700 billion podcasts out there, and find one that you like. And let me have my little slice of whatever I'm doing. Okay, first things first. Today... Ooh, it's 444 on June 29th, 2021. However, I am posting this podcast on November 12th, 12th, 2021. I'm really excited because 444 is like a big sink for me and it's super cool. Anyway, so today we are talking about the Hermit card in the tarot. And I am giving you song suggestions to go with that and reading my original poetry as well. Um, Before I go any further, I have in my little notebook here, um, the Hermit card was really kind of hard for me to decipher. I'll go into further reasons why. Um, Maybe it's like a combination of being too easy and then also difficult. But before we do anything else, if you desire, go to the Apple Music playlist, Contemporary Hawaiian Poetess, and please listen to the song Downtown Train by Tom Waits. I feel like the Hermit card has this kind of energy about it, about an invitation. Like, I invite you to come on this journey with me. Like, maybe that's what the lantern in the card is. So take a second or a few minutes and listen to the song by Tom Waits. I love it so much. All right, 
I chose that song, My Tom Waits, because I feel like he does have a hermit energy to him, but maybe more of like a traveling hermit. Is that a hobo? And are we allowed to say the word hobo in 2021? I'm not sure. <laughs> All right. So the reason that the hermit card was difficult for me to decipher is because before I ever knew anything about the tarot, I always, when I saw the hermit card, I was like, yeah, duh, that's me. I never pull that card when I'm doing tarot readings for myself. I think like maybe once. And if you had asked me before I had started using the tarot, like what card would you pull the most? I would have said the hermit because I felt like that's what I am. Because I work from home and I don't have a lot of friends um, and I never go out. (laughs) These are all (laughs) by my own design. Um, So, uh, yeah. So when it came to do this card, I felt like, oh, I got this down. But then I tried to record an episode, this episode, at the beginning of June and... I don't know. I didn't like it. I deleted it. I also think I had sun poisoning. So, yay. (laughs) Anyway. More on that later. Maybe. Probably not. Um, So, it was... So, I deleted that episode. Because, like, it was fine. But I was like, man, I don't... I don't know. But I'm glad I did. Because it put me on a journey to go deeper into what the hermit card means and I feel like I've learned a lot from taking a step back and just kind of trusting that there was more for me to learn and letting it come. So, um, I guess let me talk about what the hermit card, like, So one of the things I did was I have several different tarot decks because if you get into tarot, you want all of the decks. And because I was having trouble or like wanting to get a deeper, take a deeper dive into the Hermit card, I pulled out all the Hermit cards from my different decks, which was actually really helpful. Um, One of the decks that I have... Well, they all kind of show this person alone. <laughs> uh, four out of the five decks have a person holding some kind of light source. One, which I love this little tarot deck, it's called the Wizard's Tarot by the Wizard of Barge. Um, I'll put a post on my Instagram. But it has this little goblin a creature, this little green goblin creature um, crying. Um... And I love it because it made me think like, yeah, it does suck sometimes to be the hermit and be alone. However, a lot can be learned from that period of solitude, which I think I could use as, I don't know if this is the right word, a metaphor for me having to take some time off of podcasting is to go further into my hermit cave. Oh, also, before I forget, uh, the podcast comes out in about 10 days next Friday today is Tuesday um and I felt like it would be a nice moment in time to catch uh so that's why I'm podcasting 
today and the <laughs> today's episode is called the hermit has a podcast because by golly gosh darn i sure do so that period of loneliness or as i like to playfully call it the sads can really be a time in which you come up with a lot of maybe mind jewels if you will uh revelations nuggets of clarity those kinds of things um and i was as i was looking at the hermit cards the ones that have the lanterns um i noticed well i made i felt like it was like holding up the light or the knowledge maybe that you've come to from a period of sadness or loneliness or maybe even a period of bliss and holding it up for the world to see and helping to illuminate the world around you um not only for your not only for others but also for yourself uh i think i'll talk about a little later not right now maybe after i read my first poem about how you're not only holding up the lantern for yourself but you're holding it up for the sorry <laughs> i like obsessed with the idea i'm trying to get across you're not only holding the lantern up for others you're also holding it up for yourself and we'll talk about that later but before we get any further i would like to read my very first poem which i read which i read which i wrote in october 2019 um it's called i believe and here it is classic Corey move let me give you the two songs that i chose to go with this poem before i actually play the poem the first song is called The Fawn by The Sea and Cake. And the second song is Jacksonville Skyline by Ryan Adams. The Ryan Adams song in particular pertains to when I was speaking about having the sads or being the lonely green goblin crying all by himself. Enjoy my poem. This is Corey Lovejoy, and this is my poem, I Believe. I want to write a poem as white as the bird's belly, as straight as its orange legs, as black as its wings, then perfection against the bucolic blue sky. I want to sing the body electric, with someone else's words who are also mine and my words that are theirs. Infinitely, we astound each other like this and when we are in the gold place, part of concentric overlapping circles that shimmer as they shimmy and pivot, we will laugh merrily about this game we made. I want to change the poster behind Mulder's desk to I believe, then watch him unfold his fate. I want to use the word amass when writing about myself and not feel like a total ass. I want to use language and punctuate in a way that puts me in a higher state. Can we talk about, oh, feelings, how we've been told these are better than those, 
Well, I called up that conviction and said, um, yes, hello, longtime subscriber who'd like to cancel my subscription. Now, my best is done to delight in them all, even the ones, even the ones that ring me raw. I came here for this. The heady smell of white roses in the morning, the discomfort of selling my art, the tangible decay of deer carcass on the wind, and yet, I want to see the light in the sky and remember what I told my nephew when he asked, but what if you're the only one who sees it? Good advice for unicorn patches, dreamers, and mystics, and those who travel through portals in their sleep. I thought, ugh, if only the world could understand this, but then I was shown I infect my world with thought. The only one who needs to see is me. And not that half-assed state of seeing either, where you go, well, I mean, I think, you know, society believes, fuck that. Society is just another way to make believe. Pick up a shovel, start digging. Find your sharpest scissors and snip, snip, snap. Those cords, those bands, those ties that bind and suffocate. Bring all your power back to you and bubble up, motherfucker. Then watch as your light changes the things you cannot see and brings belief back to me. October 7th, 2019. All right, so that was my poem from 2019 that somehow perfectly sums up what I am trying to do in 2021. Yay, what is time? All right, so there was a lot of things in that poem that co coincided with what I'm thinking when I was thinking about the hermit card. Um, so let me just cover a couple of things. Shout out to Walt Whitman. Uh, there's the body electric that's from his epically long poem, Leaves of Grass, which is one of my favorite things I've ever read. And I keep reading the same six pages over and over again. So I've read literally six pages of it. Uh, if you are interested in a sticker that has the uh, Mulder's I Want to Believe poster with the UFO. Uh, it's him. It's Mulder Scully and that poster. And then I crossed out the I Want on there. So it just says I Believe. It's a header for a sticker about imaginal reality that I have at the Lenae Art Center. If you want one, uh, I have the sticker in my Etsy shop, but if you want one with the header, send me a message on Etsy and I'll send you one with a header. I'll try and put this in my Instagram page too. Hopefully I remember. Uh, shout out to my sister for the term unicorn patch, which is anything that looks like a unicorn would live in. Maybe there is a unicorn living in there in a dimension in which you cannot perceive with your human eyes. When I speak about, uh, I think I say in there something like everything happens for a reason or something to that uh, sentiment, I'm speaking from the position of your higher self. I am totally acknowledging that a lot of things that can happen to you or me or anyone can totally suck ass and I'm 
and can cause a lot of suffering. So I'm not, like, I'm speaking from the viewpoint of your higher self. Please remember that. Um, at the end of the poem, I talk about holding up your light or finding your light, something like that. Hang on for one second. I realized I had the actual words in front of me. So the end of the poem is, then watch as your light changes the things you cannot see and brings belief back to thee. Obviously, I love this for the hermit card because of the lantern that he's holding up um, to illuminate the way for others, but more importantly, the way for yourself. And sometimes, well, I find that on my particular journey of whatever it is the fuck I'm doing, um, that I don't understand everything that's happening and I don't necessarily need to. And maybe that's what the whole imagery reasoning is with the lantern. It's like it's only showing you what you need to see right in front of you, not everything around it. Um, yeah, so that's kind of an interesting thought. Also, at the end of the poem, I say bubble up, motherfucker, which is something that Ryan Singer said in his podcast, Me and Paranormal You, I don't remember when, but I thought it was funny because I do a, a bubble meditation where I imagine like a bubble around myself and I clear out uh, all the junk and it's just me and my little bubble. So I love that idea. And I love the imagery of the lantern, uh, the light that is created by the lantern as a bubble around you. And it made me think that holding up the lantern is a way for to protect yourself um or i think you're i've heard your aura should be six feet so if you think about the light from your lantern uh being six feet wide around you as a protective mechanism and the light being i don't know i guess what you know maybe that's not that great of an analogy or metaphor but that's where I went with it. Oh, I also wrote down in my notes, light as a shield. So the, la the light from the lantern as a shield. Um, before I get into the final thing that I'd like to talk about, the Hermit card, which has a little bit or a lot to do with magic, I am going to read you a second poem that I wrote on the day in which I tried to record the podcast for this card and then I deleted it. Um, I think I was like in the beginning stages of sun poisoning. I have a sun allergy. Um, so if you have to take a medication that says do not go out in the sun while you're taking this medication, take that seriously. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, yeah, but as I was on that day when I wrote this poem, uh, I was like, oh, wow, is this what happens? Is this like a gift um, of what happens for me doing the podcast and having a place for my poetry is like it spontaneously creates more poetry? Um, 
so yeah so that was what I thought when I wrote this poem it doesn't really feel finished to me but I also feel like I can't get back in that sun poisoning headspace to finish it so I'm just gonna read what I have um and I didn't date it because I thought I was gonna finish it that day and then I just could not function um so I wrote it sometime in the beginning I think the second week of June so here's my second poem for the hermit card please to enjoy this is Corey Lovejoy and this is my poem The Hermit Has a Podcast. Got a case of the sads, but it ain't so bad. It lives in my chest like a buoy with a hole in it. Makes everything I create look like shit. But it's alright, I'll wait. Till after the next eclipse, or maybe post the crawdaddying of mercury and lemonade and my latest case of sun poisoning. By myself in an empty room, breath of the crowd on my neck when alone, as everything I consume brings me reliably closer to the sandy bottom of the sea, a nomad of the astral plane. A keeper of the liminal fire sounds glamorous, but let's be honest, it really looks like an eternity of solitude and far-flung friends who speak to me through headphones and texts. Other aspects of me with black fingernails and green scale tattoos let the mundanity of mystery fill be enough till the next game. Stretch toes to sky, sleep next to a haunted house, kiss kittens who smell like feathers, make a podcast, cry if you have to or don't. Ask the question, what is a real man anyway? If only to yourself in your own head when you hear things like real men wear pink because at least someone is asking it and maybe one day you can ask it out loud. I lied about having a case of the sads. It's more like standing underneath a garbage truck as it unloads, but the garbage is sparkly and you want the best for it even though it smells bad. Company of the hurts right here and now. June 2021. Oh, baby! That was so epically awesome. That poem sounded like a person who had sun poisoning wrote it, and then some of it was good. And some of it didn't make any sense at all, but I read it anyway, because why not? Alright, um, I didn't really pick a song to go with that poem, but I did a little bit of shufflemancy on my phone. I don't know if you know, if y'all fuck with shufflemancy. That's when you, uh, use your phone as a oracle, and you ask it a question, and you hit shuffle. So I asked it for a song to go with the hermit card, and it gave me, don't let me be misunderstood by the animals all right uh before i move on to the last thing i would like to talk about about the hermit card i wanted to say that the lantern maybe this leads into the last thing i'd like to talk about as i studied the hermit card more the lantern became the invitation to me like 
holding up the lantern, showing you the way, and then you make the choice if you want to follow that path or not. Um, this whole card and poem thing is like kind of tripping me out because I watched for the fourth time the first and second season of the paranormal investigation show Hellier, which is on YouTube or Prime Video if you have either one of those for free. Um, it's probably my favorite show ever made. Uh, it stars Greg and Dana Newkirk, who run the Traveling Paranormal Museum, and I think a website called The Week in Weird. They have a lot of stuff online if they're inter if that interests you. Um, and a and then there were some other people on there who were awesome too. But it's a really cool show, and it originally is to go find uh, goblins, which is hilarious because the wizard the wizard's tarot card has a little green goblin on it anyway so i think i came to this conclusion because i had watched that show again and there is an a, a magic aspect to it in the second season um and there's a part of the show that made that i was listening to and i was like they were describing someone in a hood with a staff and i was like oh that really sounds like the hermit card they were describing that person as a magician and then i was like shucks i wonder if the hermit is like the is like another version of the magician and then somewhere on a podcast it might have been uh the real witches of the end times with mana alien i i, I think that was the one i heard or it might have been paranormal karen's podcast or something else entirely someone was talking about the hermit being merlin um and just in my life personally i have a lot of like synchronicities with the whole camelot story and merlin so that was just crazy within itself and a big like probably the biggest thing about the tv show hellier is they talk a lot about synchronicities so it was all of those things were tripping me out and then when i started recording i looked at my phone it was 444 that's like a huge synchronicity for me and as i was reading my poem because i i try not to read the poems until i'm gonna do the podcast so i can have like that element of surprise because a lot of them i haven't read in a, in a few years but it was a poem about uh, something that happened to me if I have Patreon I'll put the story on there because it's kind of a crazy story but something that happened to me uh, regarding fairies which is also a sync with Hellier so just wanted to throw all of those things out there because for some reason they all make sense to me in my brain but I might just sound like a rambling lunatic to you, which is perfectly fine. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, I also want to add that. Oh, be oh, oh, first of all, I have in my notes, who needs to believe? Only you, because whatever you believe is true to you. No one else needs to experience it someone else might be having a totally different experience from you does that make it not true not for them 
if someone thinks they're being haunted by green goblins, that is their experience and their truth. You might have a totally different truth than that, even if you go and see what's going on there. Wow. All right. So that was the first O. The second O is uh, today while I was writing down my notes to uh, before recording this podcast, I was thinking about like what other vibes the uh, hermit has. And I also felt like he had a little bit of a hierophant vibe in regards to the fact that he is has to be the master of his own reality. Um, and that it would make sense that if you were thinking about the progression of the tarot as being a journey of the fool in the beginning, that he would have to have mastered being the Hierophant and also the Magician, which is the first card. Um, in order to be the Hermit and recede into a cave all by himself and find his own light. Oh, I also wanted to say in the Morgan Greer tarot, which is the tarot that I'm using, um, well, started using when I was first started the podcast. I brought in a few more, as I was saying. Um, there is a little star inside of the hermit's lantern, and I'll post it on Instagram. And it reminded me of a Merkaba which is a bunch of different things but when i saw this it made me think of ancient aliens uh surprise i watch ancient aliens how would you've ever guessed it made me think of uh the ancient alien description of a merkaba which in some cultures they described as the vehicle in which the gods would traverse i guess the universe the galaxy what have you uh, and it made me think of, ooh, which also kind of ties back into the lantern, the light of the lantern being your bubble. But it made me think of the lantern or, if you will, the knowledge or your belief system or the standards or what you think you know or the standards you live your life by is kind of like the vehicle in which you travel through life so it's the perception in which you're looking at life and if you were to think of the Merkaba as being the ancient aliens description a spaceship wow think of like how many cool little buttons and baubles and holograms and all kinds of levers your little spaceship would have while you were traveling through space um, so the levers and the buttons and the baubles would be all of the different perceptions. Or like I've talked about before, uh, when I was using, played that Robert Johnson song, uh, Dust My Broom, to put on your 1930s ears. <laughs> because there's some stuff in there that your 2021 ears are not going to like. Um, and I've been, we've been watching a lot of old movies, movies from the 90s. Um, and in a lot of them, I have to put on my 1990s eyes and mindset in order to just enjoy them as a movie. So yeah, think about your little light bubble, your little spaceship, the way the thing you use to traverse through the world and all of the little controls it has. Um, I think that's pretty cool. 
And finally, I wanted to say, because I think in the second poem I wrote, while I had the sun poisoning, it started to get kind of like self-hatey, which is why I stopped it. Um, And I think I was like lamenting about being alone (laughs) and watching shit from my room. However, I was thinking about co-creation due to this other thing I got into that I'm not ready to talk about yet but I was thinking about co-creation and how if you are reading a book watching a tv show or a movie or listening to a podcast even if you're alone you are essentially co-creating with the people who have helped to create the content in which you are consuming so you can still be with other people even when you're a hermit which I kind of feel is like one of the lessons from 2021 so that's pretty cool and on a final 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 note I I promise in my sun poisoning poem um I had that whole section about real man what's a real man um Yes, that was something that happened to me in real life. And I wanted to say, what's a real man? When it was happening, but I didn't. Because I just wanted, let. I was like, just let them have their thing. But I feel when you say things like real men wear pink, you're implying that there's such a thing as a real man. Like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is a real man? Is that even a thing that exists? (laughs) Or is that only a certain thing to certain people? But just ask yourself that question. And yes, I think if this is something you believe in, real men totally can wear pink. Anyone can wear pink. A fucking horse can wear pink. That's, I'm not, like, whatever. I, (laughs) I... I'm not going to say anything else. Stop it there. But just ponder. Ponder. What is a real man? What is a real woman? What is a real anything? Are you real? Am I real? Is this podcast real? I don't know. Perhaps I need to go back in my cave and figure it out. Regardless, thank you for joining me for another fun, idea-filled episode of Contemporary Hawaiian poetess and we'll see you in a couple weeks for another freshy fresh episode talking all about one of my favorite cards the wheel of fortune until next time kitten feathers hey it's me just jumping in real quick to say after i listened to that whole episode uh i was looking on the hermit card from this newer deck that I have the Wildwood Tarot on it it is called the Hooded Man but he is uh, holding a lantern and one of his fingers is pointing the way or a way and it may it reminds me of something I was talking about with a friend last week about maybe the key secret to life I don't know is not that there is a way or the way but it's just knowing that there is a way and there are many ways and the per the you need to find your own way 
which may not look like anyone else's way, but the hermit can help to show you one of the ways. And the other thing I wanted to add was, I made a comment earlier in the podcast about uh, learning more about the hermit card was helpful for quote unquote, whatever the fuck I was doing. And I realized that what I am doing with this podcast and my poetry uh, and learning about the tarot is getting to know myself, which I believe is a lifelong journey. If you want it to be. All right. Bye for now. For real. I hope.